you so much for joining me today. My name is Lee Klein. We are talking about being ready for Jesus, being that bride without spot or wrinkle, standing before him that day, actually looking like him. And when we do, that means we let him recreate us in his likeness. We submitted to his will. So let's acknowledge Jesus. Jesus, we thank you and praise you that you are recreating us in your likeness. You're doing that thing in us that when we allow you to, we can stand before you that day and hear those words, well done, thy good and faithful servant. So we love you. We praise you. We thank you for more knowledge today. We thank you that you are telling us ahead of time things to come so that we can take this time and be ready to stand before you. We love you and praise you and give you all the glory. So I want to share something with you today that I believe will really help you. It was a while back, actually twice already, um, when God said there was nothing I could do. He told me that when my son was born because I was in disobedience. He said there was nothing he could do. And I went through all that correction with him, and I actually thought I was doing everything I was supposed to do. And just about almost a year ago, something else happened. And I kept hearing him tell me, even before it happened, there's nothing I can do. There's nothing I can do. I heard that like about four or five times. And I didn't even inquire. I didn't say, Lord, what are you talking about? I, I didn't inquire until it was too late. And, and that thing happened in my life that I wasn't ready for. I didn't think it was going to happen. In fact, I was calling those things to be not as though they were. And um, when, when you call those things to be not as though they were, when, when you take that liber liberty to take that authority, you also have to have under your belt obedience. And I didn't realize I was disobedient. You know, we've been talking the last couple days about doing his will, being a part of his life, preparing the way for him, and doing that thing that he put on the inside of you to do. And I have been on and off in my assignment, not really taking it seriously, and along the way really learning how important it is to him and how important we are in, in the part of preparing the way for Jesus, that our, our role is significant. And um, we can't say, well, maybe when I feel like it, and we can't quit because someone else doesn't like what we're doing or we're getting persecuted. In fact, we need to be an overcomer. And so in everything that I've learned, which really I think when you learn it, when you understand it, when you understand the importance, when you really know what God is thinking and um, how, how important it is to him, you can finally get to that place. And I was laying in bed last night and thinking about this thing that I so often still grieve about. And I heard myself say, well, well, first I was asking God again. I've asked him over and over again, why, Lord, why? And he tells me the same thing every time, but I just want that confirmation. And last night when he said it, 
I didn't forget. In fact, I said, I want to be perfect. I heard myself say, I want to be perfect. And you know why I said that? Because he calls us to be perfect. And when we are perfect, when we submit to him in every area, when you fully obey the Lord your God and do what is right in his eyes, then he can do. Then you're not going to hear him say there wasn't anything I could do. Then you're not going to hear him say, your words are powerless. I don't hear them because you're disregarding my command. Because really, you don't care about me. You forgot about me. You forgot what was important to me. And so I said that last night. I said, I want to be perfect. And then instantly I heard Matthew 548 come up in my spirit in the Amplified Classic Bible. I want to read it to you. You, therefore, must be perfect, growing into complete maturity of godliness and mind and character, having reached a proper height of virtue and integrity as your heavenly Father is perfect. And I started thinking about that, and I wrote in my Bible years ago, I want to be as faithful as you are. And you know, as soon as you you mention something, the enemy comes, Jesus said, as soon as you hear the word, the enemy is going to come and try to get you off that path. And so I look back and I can see how he has tried to pull me away from what what I want, what my heart's desire is. I want to be faithful to God, as faithful to him as he is to me. I want to be able to check off all the boxes and say I did what I said I would do. I have integrity. I pushed through the persecution. I laid down my life for you. And your reward is that authority. You can talk to the mountains. You can talk to the problem. You can do what Jesus said you can do. Cast out demons, lay hands on the sick. Change your circumstances. But if you're not obeying him, then you can't do it. There's no power. The power is in your faithfulness to him. And you know, Jesus is just reminding me right now. He told me, this is a time of testing. Are you going to do what Jesus told you to do? Or are you going to take his word lightly? You know, one of the, the things that we get stuck in is because it's so painful is unforgiveness. And sometimes we don't even know that we're in that state because we're so, so offended. And there, there's so many other areas that the enemy trips us up in. And it, it's like we are blind to what we're doing. And even when Jesus repeats himself over and over again, if, if we don't have the intention of being faithful and understanding your faithfulness to God is so important to him, and that's what your life is based on. That's, that's a basis of your salvation is your faithfulness, your decision to say, Lord, I'm going to do everything you told me to do. And when you say that, get up every day with that intention. And then you're not going to hear him say, I couldn't back you up. There wasn't anything I could do. Because your intention is to get up every day and to be faithful and do everything he tells you to do.
and and not waver, not waver about it. When you hear him tell you something to do and you know it's him and you waver and just because you don't really want to do it, um, you know, it's like you're trying maybe sometimes to get away with something and really you're not getting away with anything because you're paving that path to your destination. You're You're paving that path to eternal life with Jesus or damnation and hell, eternal suffering. Even by not taking the time to get to know Jesus and find out his will, find out what it means, Matthew 7, 21 through 23. Find out what it means when he says, not everyone who calls me Lord will enter into the kingdom of heaven. Examine yourself. Find out what he's talking about. He said, many are going to say, but Lord, we cast out demons in your name. We did this, we did that. And he's going to say, away from me, I never knew you, you who practice lawlessness. So by him saying to me, there's nothing I could do on that day, that's what he's going to say. That's what he's saying. There's nothing I could do. You're practicing lawlessness. I can't do anything about it. Because... You stepped away from me. You separated yourself from me when you didn't do what I told you to do. So we have to have understanding. We have to understand and know that he is warning us ahead of time. And when we have our own desires, it's going to take over. And you're not going to hear the voice of the Lord. If you you don't hear him, check. He's quiet because you're ignoring him. And on that day, what he's really saying is, you ignored me. Away from me, I didn't know you. You totally ignored me. I ignored him. I know I did. Because I wasn't comfortable. I didn't want to do it. I was acting like a baby. Now, I'm to the place where I want to be perfect. I want to be like him. I want to be faithful and have integrity. You know, you have to, we talked about this yesterday a little bit. You have to know he's always watching you. You're not getting away with anything. I don't want to hear him on that day say, there was nothing I could do. You practiced lawlessness. You ignored me. You knew what to do. But you didn't do it. Maybe you're thinking, that's harsh. But really, it's not. Because either you're going to, you have two choices. Either you're going to submit to him and have eternal life with him, come in agreement with him, choose him as your groom, live with him forever, or you're not. And that choice is in your obedience to him. That The choice that you're making has everything to do with your obedience to him. And you can look throughout the word. He said, if you love me, you'll obey me. If you love me, I'll live on the inside of you. If you heed my voice, I will come and live on the inside of you. I correct those that I love. Lord, correct us. Keep correcting us. Keep warning us. It's not his will that one should perish, and that's why he didn't come yet. He's calling you to prepare the way for him. He's calling you to have exceptional love 
to not get offended. John the Baptist did a great thing. And then he got offended. And he had his head cut off. There was nothing God could do. Because he got offended. If you're offended, you're angry. And usually it's at God. And there's nothing he can do when you step away from him. You have to be in agreement with him. You have to give him that honor. His way is higher than your way. He has understanding you don't have. He explains things to us, because, but because his, his, his level of maturity and integrity is so high, it takes us a time to get it. All this time I've been grieving, I first now got to the point where I said, I want to be perfect. Help me to be perfect. I want to be like you. I don't ever want to hear that again, that there's no power in my words, that there is nothing you could do. I don't want to stand before him that day and hear him say, there's nothing I could do. You disregarded my command. Now you have to be tossed off into the furnace. We live with our choices. You're living with your, you're going to live with your choice forever. Don't disregard his command or he can't do anything. He can't do anything on your behalf. You can check right now in your life. Are there unanswered prayers? Did his promises come to pass or did they fail you? If they failed you, it's because you lack integrity. He told Jesus was saying, be like your father, grow up, be like him. Jesus said, I only did and said what my father said to do. And look at the power he had over the enemy. You know, the enemy laughs at us when he pulls the rug out from under us because he knows then God can't do anything. You got to know the word of God. You have to know God. You have to have fellowship with him. You have to ask for his correction. And you have to get to that place where you say, I want to be perfect. I want to be like you. I want to be recreated in your likeness and respond to life the way you would, the way you did. I don't want to hold a grudge. I don't want to be offended. I don't even want to grieve anymore. I'm just going to straighten out that path by following you and doing what you're telling me to do. This is really an awesome message. I'm being transparent with you so you can understand in your life what might be happening and why so you can fix it and move on. Jesus came so that we could have life to the full until it overflows. And if you're not walking in that life, that means you're lacking obedience. Find out where you missed it and get back on that narrow path and go ahead and go through the pressure. Know that when you say that prayer, when you ask Jesus to come live on the inside of you, you need to get on that narrow path and change your life to live it his way. Lay down that old self. Lay down your old life. Lay down your life and follow him. Let's pray. Jesus, I thank you and praise you for showing us the truth 
for telling us there was nothing you could do. When, when we're in disobedience. Thank you for telling us ahead of time our consequences. Thank you that we won't be surprised that day and help us to get to that place where we want to be perfect. We want to be like you. Help us. We can't do it without you. Help me to be perfect, Lord. Help us to see the truth and to walk in it. And we bind you, Satan, in Jesus' name. We take authority over you. We are going to be perfect like our Father is perfect. Thank you, Jesus. Praise and give you all the glory. So really, that's why we have no power in our life. And the enemy is just taking over because we don't do what God told us to do. We think it's someone else's job. We don't trust him. We don't rely on him, and we need to. He's coming soon, and he's warning us we're not ready. He's asking us to be a part of his life. If you're willing to be a part of his life here, then you can just move in with him that day and be a part of his life then. But if you refuse to be a part of his life right here and right now, how do you expect to move in with him that day? He said that to me one day. He said, many of my children, they think they want to move in with me one day, but right here and right now, they don't want anything to do with me. They don't have time for me. They don't agree with me. That's so selfish of us. We just want him to, you know, have us move in with him. But right now, we're just ignoring him. We only want him when we want something. And the rest of the time, do you want him to leave you alone? To not bother you? To do that uncomfortable thing? The reason it's uncomfortable is because you don't understand and you don't know him. Give him some time. Go ahead and go through stuff and learn who you are in him. Thank you so much for listening today. God bless you.